I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. Our subject today, I think, is something that's going to be of very great interest to everyone who is listening. We have with us today Michelle Bursell, who's known as a visionary leader in emotional consciousness who challenges common thought and understanding regarding emotional well-being. Combining her training as a psychotherapist along with her spiritual insight, Michelle continues to lead thousands to a new level of accessing and celebrating their potential through her seminars, retreats, speaking engagements, products, and individual programs. Her topic today is FEEL, F-E-E-L, turn your negative feelings into your greatest allies. Michelle, welcome. I'm so very happy to have you here today. Thank you so much, Nancy. I'm so excited to be a part of this, so thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So we're looking forward to everything you want to tell us about feel, and let's just get started. So, Michelle, is it true that you almost walked away from your psychotherapist and life coaching uh, career? What happened? <laughs> yes, Nancy, I, um, I did, and it wasn't pretty. Um, it was one of those dark night of the souls uh experiences where I was doing the work, I, I was trained in clinical psychology, went on into being trained as a life coach and working with people and was having um, an intense experience within me that said, you know what, I'm a fraud. I can't do this work anymore because the bottom line is even though I know every tool and trick under the under the sun about how to get rid of our negative feelings the truth of the matter is is that they keep showing up even if I could get rid of them they would show up the next month or the next week or the next day and I had no idea why they were coming up when they did it felt random it felt like they were just showing up to rain on my parade they just felt like they would show up so I would you know trip over myself and and you know uh, just really got me to this place where I, I I'm having a great life why are these coming in and um, taking away from the life that I really desire to create so I just it was this really dark intense moment where I freaked out I was just like I can't do this um, I have no business doing this and now I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with my life because I've invested so much time, energy, and money into understanding our emotional well-being, and that—that's really has been my life. Um, you know, again, doing traditional methods to understanding our emotions, to spiritual and um, non-traditional, uh, you name it, and. Um, nothing could answer at the level that I needed it to be answered I guess 
what is the purpose to why we feel what we feel and and when like when these are showing up and and what why is this happening so I did the whole freak out scream ugly cry uh, mascara running down the face and I because I didn't really know what I was going to do and what happened was I decided I was going to walk away because um, I couldn't do this and I, I went to meditate and in my meditation and I was meditating for years at this point in my meditation I heard that I need to go to my computer and write and that made no logical sense so you know sometimes when we get in um, when our inner guidance our intuition comes up and it doesn't make sense to our rational mind I did what most people do and I blew it off I was just like whatever I'm not you know I, I gotta make dinner I'm not worrying about that well sure enough 430 in the morning I am woken up same voice and it says to me get up go to your computer and write and another voice in my head says, there is no way I'm getting up. It is 4.30 in the morning. At the time, um, my daughter was two, and my twin boys were, were not even one. They were 11 months. I just got them sleeping through the night, and so all I wanted to do was get a full night's sleep. And here I've got this random voice telling me, go to your computer and write. And I had no idea why and what for and I was so these two voices inside my head are arguing one's telling me to go to my computer one saying I want to sleep and um, luckily I had enough experience with listening to my intuition that even when it doesn't make sense to the rational mind that I still act on it it did take me a good 10 minutes of <laughs> these two voices going back until I was willing to uh, go to my computer because I just figured, you know what, I'm not sleeping anyway, so I might as well get up. And, um, and that's when I, unbeknownst to me, what started happening every day for nine months straight at 4.30 in the morning, that same voice would wake me up. And what I was being given was that understanding as to why we feel the way we do but instead of it being fear-based instead of understanding our negative feelings from fear which if we are labeling them as negative it's coming from a place of fear instead what I experienced was the opposite of fear which I relate to as love um, and was being shown how each negative feeling has a, a specific and unique purpose and that when we listen to that, we are able to go so much further outside of our comfort zone that we're really, what, what those negative feelings are actually here to do are to support us to step more and more into our truth. And um, it blew my mind, like what was coming through and more importantly, how this changed my life and then from there changed my client's life and now through the book and books now um, are ch is changing people all over the world it's really um, taking a relationship with ourselves with our emotional sh selves and really turning it on turning it on its head um, from what most of us grow up understanding about our negative feelings it's just totally turns it around to have a new relationship with this very powerful and potent part of ourselves and have it 
be used as energy and fuel for our vision and, and intentions. That's great because, you know, many times, you know, people feel like focusing on the negative emotions is really our biggest obstacle to becoming happy. So how do you, can you elaborate a little more on that? Absolutely. I mean, that was my hang-up, you know. It was, um, why are these feelings coming in? I'm, I'm feeling good about life. What, what are... What business do these feelings have, and and shouldn't I try to do my best to get rid of them? Shouldn't I try to do my best to, you know, navigate around them, ignore them, focus on the positive? Um, but like I said, that's when I had that very real moment that said I could do all those things. But the truth of the matter is, is that these feelings keep coming back up, and when they come up they're taking me off course so wouldn't it be better if I knew how to work with them in an empowered way and that was the whole shift is by really recognizing that you know our negative feelings are here to actually make us happier and they're here to signal to us what is actually taking us off course or when we are buying into a story of our false self or our small self that isn't really the truth of who we are and if it weren't for these signals and again each negative feeling has a different message guiding us to step into our truth if it's not if we aren't aware of them what's going to happen is is our ego is going to keep manipulating us into staying into a smaller version of ourselves that is really not our truth and the reason why our ego does this you know in the work that I do I even look at the ego as love and our fear as love and understanding that these elements to our psyche are coming forward to protect us until we are conscious enough to say thank you I know you're trying to protect me and keep me in my comfort zone and keep me in a smaller version of myself because that's what feels safe to me right now and even if that safety causes me pain we often choose that safety um, rather than take the risk to really step into our truth now the reason why we do this is because often we feel that stepping in our truth will mean we'll, we'll lose something we'll somehow not get our needs met um, in a very intrinsic way that we all need to have met. We all have intrinsic needs that we need to, to have met. So really, our negative feelings are, um, are here to make us happier and more fulfilled. And where I really uh, invite, pe invite people to a challenge is that rather than continue to say, I want to be happier, which I know people do, um, what if you were to shift those words like I just want to feel more alive and vibrant and fulfilled um, because then you're not going to have as much of a judgment on uh, when you experience a feeling that isn't happy right that is negative and that you can understand that in order to live a full and vibrant life you want the full spectrum of emotion in order to get you there and when you learn an empowered approach to your negative feelings, the 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 you're not going to have that. Uh, you're not you're going to have more of the depth of emotional range. So you're not scared to go here, 
But if and by not being scared to go here, you get to elevate that emotional range and make it really full and vibrant. And the thing is, when you start learning this empowered approach, you don't stay in the lows that long because you understand the message that it's telling you. And all that we are meant to do with a negative feeling is get the signal and understand how it's there to empower us, take action from our empowered self, and it's gone. And we are back to that elevated state. And that's what's so fun is that you really do start to feel more of that energy and vibrancy towards life that really makes us fulfilled and ultimately happy. So basically you're saying focusing on our emotions and where we are on that range is really important to the process. It is so important to the process, Nancy. I'm glad you share that. Um, and it's really interesting because my work has led me to supporting a lot of um, healers, a lot of people who do um, healing modality work. And um, they're so, they are so emotionally connected, but yet when it has come to their negative feelings, they have just, they're almost like too good at navigating around their negative, negative feelings. And what's happening then, the reason why they're coming to me is because then they're starting to feel stalled with their career or with money or within a relationship. And all we need to do is to go into those feelings and the answer right there. The answer is the negative feeling is actually guiding them as to what their next step is. And so it's really important, you know, for all of you who have who have been on this journey for a long time. Um, you know, I honor you for that and I invite you to take this this different perspective because it really is something that people are just um, opening and awakening to and it just is making a powerful difference in your life and it's it's not just listening to our feelings but it's do you understand the empowered message behind each of your feelings that's what's going to make the biggest energetic shift in your life well, great. Well, the process that you teach, as we said, is called feel. So what, what does feel mean? What, and, and how does that relate to feelings and everything you're talking about? Yes. Yes. So um, feel is in all caps, and it's an acronym that stands for feel every emotion. And um, again, I, I really differentiated that. Uh, that capital feel versus feeling in in, um, in lowercase letters um, how we're used to feeling because you know when we're usually feeling we're um, we can be unconsciously triggered a lot when it comes to our negative feelings and so feel with all caps and feeling from a, a standpoint of love is where you are coming from and in place of empowerment where you are seeing and recognizing and experiencing the loving guidance of your negative feelings and you are taking empowered action based on those signals so it's really coming out of a place of where we no longer have to feel like uh, we're triggered or that we observe our negative feelings because what a lot of people do when we're in the the lowercase feeling place we're distancing ourselves from from our negative feelings. We don't want to have anything to do with them. 
Um, and like I said, we're trying to get rid of them. We're trying to observe them. It's like, you know, okay, I can experience them, but they have to be way out here. And, you know, what I tell people when they feel that they have to do that with their negative feelings, I'm like, huh, do you do, you do the same when you're experiencing joy or excitement, um, wonder? Are you observing them or are you experiencing them? And the reason why it feels safe to experience our uh, our positive emotion is because we don't have the fearful connotations with it. But what I invite people to to understand is that you are going to be able to experience your negative feelings and really experience them without the same negative con connotations that you have in the past. In other words, the fear won't be as prevalent or will be completely removed. And when that ex that happens, that emotional energy that is there when you experience anger or sadness or anxiety is actually moving you and shifting you uh, out of your current state of how you live your life to do something unique yet um, empowered, you know, that really supports you to step into this is the truth of who I am and this is how I need to be living in order to create the, spectac the spectacular life that you desire to have. Well, thank you for that. I, I love your acronym. Feel every emotion as love. That, that's, or was that feel every, yeah, emotion as love. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And what, you know, what you're saying reminds me of not resisting the negative, but moving through it. And, and, and it kind of changes, transmutes. And like you say, you can move to the other spectrum. That's really beautiful. So, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, um, yeah, I, I love what you're sharing about not resisting because um, it really is a practice of learning to receive. And um, especially as women, uh, for all of us, men and women, our emotions are a part of us. For women, it's really a part of our birthright to experience them as empowerment and what we've been told instead is that they're weak, that they're shameful, um, that they're too much, that you're too sensitive um, and this all makes us of course not want to receive our negative feelings and when you learn to receive them you don't want to just move through them, you want to really receive the gift and it's you, it is like this precious gift that you are being given in that moment to take your life on a course that is going to totally impact and change how you are living your life and if, if we experience about oh gosh I, I gotta remember the statistic but I mean we experience a phenomenal amount of emotions without hundreds of different emotions within one day and if what would our life be like if we started to receive the gift in all of those instead um, it's powerful and it's it's a powerful reminder to say this is truly who you are and now you need to act from that place rather than stay in a place that feels safe but isn't fulfilling to you. So what should people do when um, they become emotionally triggered and um, you know those internal buttons are being pushed? <laughs> <laughs> yes they are, yes indeed. Um, 
those and it's it's part of our human experience, right? We get those buttons pushed, and we're saying, "Oh my goodness, we're going right into the fear voice." We're hearing all those negative things, and so this is um, my four-part process that can really support people to come from an empowered place and begin to make this shift. So step number one is to identify how you feel. So Nancy, this might seem really simple, um, but nowadays people are cutting themselves off so much from their feelings and distancing themselves that they're almost putting this umbrella of, I feel stressed, I feel overwhelmed. And where I'm really going with step number one is to say, you really name it. What are you feeling? Um, are you feeling anger? Are you feeling anxiety? Are you feeling sadness, frustration? And some people say, well, if I were to really go into it, I'm feeling all those things. And then I say, well, just pick the one that's really relevant to you right now. Which is the one that's really coming forward the, the strongest? And let's just focus on that feeling. So that's step number one. Does that make sense uh, right off the bat, Nancy? Oh, absolutely. I agree. I think people uh, tend to sometimes not know what they're feeling other than this total overwhelm or frustration or whatever. Beautiful, yes. And so it really is just a, a, a getting still enough with ourselves and, and having a practice of checking in like, when I'm feeling stressed, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, can I really get specific here about what is the predominant emotion and just allow myself to name it without judgment because it's, sometimes it's just our judgment that, you know, stress is acceptable in our society. With our statistics on stress right now of, um, I think it's 92% of working moms and 89% of stay-at-home moms being completely overwhelmed. Um, we've got one in four women um, by the time they reach the age of 40 on antidepressants. Uh, we've got, oh, I think it's close to three-fourths of our population saying that they're chronically stressed. Um, you know, stress is accepted, but if we were to call ourselves out and say, you know, I'm angry or I'm anxious, there's still um, a lot of judgment that people can have about that, whether it's personal judgment or perceived judgment from others that we would state that towards. So um, I appreciate you sharing that because um, it's true. You know, people have a hard time getting to that feeling and knowing what they're feeling. But it is, it, the more we're able to say, this is my safe space to be able to share this is what I'm experiencing, then we're going to uh, be able to get to that, that feeling a lot easier. So that's the first step. Yes, that's step number one. So step number two, okay, so step number one was simply identifying. Sorry, I kind of went off in statistics about that. Step number two, what we're going to do that a lot of people resist is, is we're going to listen to the fear of that negative feeling. Now people say to me, Michelle, why would I want to do that? I'm hearing that all the time. Um, because here's the thing, what you resist persists, we've all heard that, and what is happening is that when we experience a negative feeling, it is 
the fearful message is triggered because what is happening is is that a piece a part of our shame has been triggered and what I mean by that is we all have shame themes not good enough not smart enough not smart enough not lovable enough some one of those pieces has been triggered when we're experiencing a negative feeling and the negative feeling is here to support us to heal that in order to heal it we have to get crystal clear and what I always recommend is to write down, especially in the beginning of this process, what exactly is your ego, is your inner critic, is your fear telling you right now? Because first of all, if we don't write it down, your inner critic does not feel heard. And when your inner critic doesn't feel heard, it keeps going around and around and around in your head with the same message. Second of all, when we write it down, we're actually empowering ourselves. Now, people who um, believe in the law of attraction, they get really freaked out about this. I believe in the law of attraction, too. And nothing bad <laughs> happens from doing this. And what I really want you to understand is the act of writing it down is actually what's going to allow it to dissolve. And not to kid yourself that by you just keeping it like in the background of your energetic being, um, that it's not still there. It's still there, and it's up to us to have our empowerment to say, I don't want you in my energetic um, being impacting me, or I don't want you sabotaging me. And so by getting it out on paper, we say, okay, show me what you got, ego, show me what you got, inner critic, and let's see those tapes. Let's see what you have to say. And we put about a five-minute limit on that, and what that does, Nancy, again, is it makes the inner, inner critic feel heard. And it also does this magical thing, which is it creates space for our inner wisdom to come through. And that leads us to step number three, which is, okay, inner critic, ego, you had your turn. Now I've got five minutes for my inner wisdom. And even for people who don't feel that they're connected to their inner wisdom, what they will experience is a break from their inner critic and enough silence that something comes up through them. And what I really suggest for people is, is that in step number three, you're not having like huge expectations. You're not going to get the um, book download like I did, you know, it, 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 just by practicing it once. This is a buildup of your relationship with your inner wisdom. Um, and we just take whatever signal that could be coming forward. You could get a stop sign image. You could get a color image, green. Um, you could get something random like a hot dog, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. But whatever it is that comes forward that we give thanks for what comes forward and really sit with, huh, what would this message of a stop sign mean for me in terms of this um, feeling that I'm experiencing? And that leads us to step number four, which is whatever insight we get, we commit to taking action on that empowered insight, that empowered information that came forward. And we're either taking action on it immediately, or if it feels like something you can't, take immediate action on, that you're setting a, a date and a deadline as to when you will take action. Just by this simple act of committing 
to taking action and literally putting it on your calendar, your negative feeling will dissipate. There's no trying. There is no such thing when you feel every emotion is love as trying to get rid of your negative feeling. It automatically dissipates because we are listening to the empowered version of our negative feeling and it's done its job and it just goes. Now, the more you can take immediate action, the, the more that negative feeling will completely dissipate. It, even by committing, it's going to um, delinquish its intensity and then once you take action, you're going to feel it completely dissolve. Um, and so, again, what I love about this process is there is no fighting, there is no resisting your negative feeling, but at the same time, you're not getting um, <laughs> what I call sucker punched by your ego, where, you know, for me, before I knew the feel process, I would try to sit with my feelings and just get totally sabotaged and bombarded by my inner critic. It would just take me on a downward spiral that I didn't know what to do with. This sets appropriate boundaries with the inner critic um, while still allowing it to be heard and then also allows the inner wisdom to come through in a powerful way um, and, and then of course take action from that empowered place. Oh, Michelle, thank you so much. I love that process and uh, I think it's just awesome that um, and I think it's going to be, it is a liberation for people who have the tendency to just stuff and ignore their feelings, which tends to be a big thing in our society these days, especially when everybody feels too busy and overwhelmed and pressured to do anything about it. Very simple process, very beautiful. Thank you for that. Thanks, Nancy. Yeah, and you know, what I, what I want to say is as well and, and invite people is to understand it's it really isn't, um, how do I put this? It's not just if we're stuffing them, uh, which I agree a lot of people are. Uh, I think this is um, really an opportunity that even if you're not using an empowered version with your feelings, if you don't understand, like there's a difference. If I feel anger, Anger is always, we don't like anger, right? In our society, it's like, whoa, anger is really, um, it's upsetting. We're either, we're powering over people, we're being mean, we're being just not, we feel like we're not a nice person, right? So we've got all this judgment towards anger. But when we understand the empowered message behind our anger is to inform us that the moment you feel anger, it's happening because you feel powerless. And that's what triggers us to do the, the ego stuff of powering over people. But what your empowered self always wants you to know is you always have power. And your anger is there to help you claim your power in a way that makes you feel completely uncomfortable. That is not a part of how you currently operate. And it's guiding you to, to move forward and step into your power. Maybe it's by setting boundaries. Maybe it's by speaking up. Maybe it's not by not saying a word and taking action in a different way. It really depends on what your norm is. But I guess, Nancy, what I'm, I'm really trying to say is, um, again, this, this is a process that is helping healers, coaches, therapists. Um, it, it's not just for, I guess I'm saying people who feel very in touch with their feelings, but yet 
they don't they didn't know that there's this empowered way that this energy is trying to move through them so I just want to uh, reiterate like there it's like um, it's like this new door has been open when it comes to our emotions that we're just like uh, stepping into that can really shift um, your relationship with feelings so even if you feel like hey I feel my feelings I'm okay with them I'm just I'm I'm trying to open up a little bit more space to say and there's even more goodness to them there's even like there it's it's supporting you to just step into something that it's gonna it's going to feel so juicy and powerful for you so I hope it's okay I made that little clarification there absolutely I mean it's such a holistic approach of seeing all is good all is well <laughs> and every emotion is love like you say it is a beautiful um, opening of a door. So thank you. And thank you so much for your enlightened perspective on emotions and helping us to just open that door greater understanding of, of our, the wholeness of our being and to be able to experience it, as you say. So that's wonderful. Do you have any final word you'd like to add? I do, Nancy. One of my favorite quotes that I actually put in my um, book <laughs> is something that I would like to leave everyone with, and it's a quote by Rumi. And it goes like this, God turns you from one feeling to another and teaches by means of opposites so that you will have two wings to fly with, not one. How beautiful. Thank you for that. And thank you, everybody, for being with us again today. And we will see you next time. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.